Welcome everyone to a new podcast that Henry and I, this is Haley speaking, birthed in the matter of five minutes. Um, I thought of this idea one night in the middle of the night and I texted Henry about it and then we just decided to give it a go and so we're here with very little preparation and it's just us and our big big brains. brains. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we planned that. Um, So this is podcast is going to be called On the Topic Of, and it's basically going to be Henry and I talking about various random topics every week. Um, Per the name On the Topic Of, every week we'll be revolving a different idea and a different subject matter. And I got to pick this week's topic, so we're going to talk about dating. Um, I'm very happy that Henry finally agreed to talk about this on a podcast with me because I've been asking him to do it for probably a couple months now. He finally agreed. And we're going to be talking about our deal breakers in relationships and our must-haves and partners and basically everything in between. I'm excited. Hi, Henry. It is a pleasure to be here. I wouldn't want to divulge the details of my romantic life in any other way. Sweet. So getting right into it, we're going to talk about something that's pretty relevant, dating in college. Henry, do you want to start off? Yeah, absolutely. I think we just have a couple bullet points to hit on the topic of dating during college. And I think we're pretty much experts at this considering we are college students who date. Um, Not each other. No, no, God, no. I I would never. (laughs) Seriously. Do you just want to leave? Ouch. So one of the first things I think I would recommend to people is uh, don't be a creep. Try to meet in a public place, especially for the first date. Make sure they feel comfortable meeting there. I know, especially for men, um, especially hetero men, mm. it's a it was a decently big awakening. Uh, thinking like when I talk to people I've dated in the past, and they've said, you know, I really would have preferred to meet in a public place. It's just I always feel safer doing that, and I'm like, whoa. I haven't ever had that feeling. I'm going to make sure people aren't creeped out. So just be proactive. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I definitely agree with that. Plus, I think that there are just so many benefits to meeting someone for the first time in public, like even thinking about things that are not the safety factor, which I'm a woman. So yeah, that meeting in public for the safety factor is a big deal. But also, if you're around other people, it tends to make things a lot less awkward if you're instead of just meeting someone in their house for the first time, which you should never, ever, ever do. No, that's like major creepo. Make sure you have pepper spray. If someone ever tries to do that, get one of those tasers. Don't get brass knuckles because they're illegal, but anything in between. Yeah, no, for sure. So Henry and I obviously both go to UMKC and um, I personally have never dated someone at our school. I have friends who have dated outside of our school, friends who have dated in our school. What do you what are your thoughts on this, Henry? Do you think it's better or worse? I think it can go either way. It especially depends on if they're in like your specific department. I personally have not yet dated someone who's been in the specific department I'm in, so haven't been around with uh, an awkward situation where I'm in the same classes with an ex, but I have definitely run into situations where I've been walking down the quad and seeing multiple people that I've dated in the past, and it's like, ooh, okay, just gonna try to make sure they don't see me. Maybe uh, pull my mask up a little bit. (laughs) Above my eyes. (laughs) Uh, But I think it can definitely go either way. What do you think? 
I don't know. I, I'm a big proponent for dating someone who doesn't go to your school just because I like to keep my dating life and my educational life and my work life all separate. I think that there are pros and cons, like you said, to both. I mean, being able to walk with someone on campus who you're dating and eat with someone and that all sounds very nice to me. But at the same time, I think I would prefer to go about my everyday, like at school, go to class, etc., and then meet up with someone after. And I also think that it gives you more things to talk about if you don't go to the same school because you don't know all the same people, You there's different news at your different schools. So no, that, that's my spiel on that. <laughs> and you definitely don't have any uh, of your friends being like, ooh, they're so cute holding hands on the quad bench. Exactly. I would say one of the downsides though is that, I mean, especially here at UMKC, it's, it's not a tiny school, but it's not huge. And I think that... Anytime I bring up somebody to my friends, they're like, oh, I know this person who knows them, and I know this about them, which could be great or could be horrible. Yeah, it could definitely complicate some things, yeah. uh, considering back when parties were a thing, you definitely know at least four people at the party, and they all know everyone, so mm -hmm. it can be a little awkward. It can. I guess it really just depends on your comfortability with um, everyone knowing your business, which I prefer <laughs> not to go into, but... And that's why we're talking about it on a podcast that exactly. will be online, available for thousands of people to listen to. Yeah, no, exactly. Completely unironically speaking, yeah. <laughs> Henry, I don't know how much you know about Zodiacs, but we're both Libras. We are both Libras. So we'll start with that. Do you take into account Zodiacs when you're looking for a partner? Not at all. Okay. I am one of the people that think it's like fun. I have CoStar on my phone, mm -hmm. and it's fun to be like... Oh, looking it up and it's saying just reading something crazy about me and making me really sad about my life uh, but that's about the extent that I dabble with astrology yeah no I I think in the past I cared more but I've never I've never stopped talking to someone because of their zodiac sign I only have used it to justify why things haven't worked out I, I'm not gonna lie I've done that but I think the reality of the situations were that it wasn't going to work out, and um, using their or my zodiac sign just made me feel better about it. <laughs> no, it's definitely because they're a Gemini. It's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to stay away from them forever. Yeah, but... that being said, Libras were pretty cool. Super cool. Very cool. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they're my favorite sign. I mean, yeah, it's, it's can't complain. I think I think we are the best. I do. Aries? No. <laughs> uh, no, this is not a Zodiac pod, so I'm not here to hate on anyone, but should we tell the audience, the listeners, about our own dating lives, or are we just here with no credibility? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about it. Okay. Uh, so I am currently in a committed relationship. We just passed the two-month mark, uh, which is pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Having a good time, very healthy relationship, lots of communication. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things ever is just being able to talk to each other and be goofy. And it's just been very nice. It's felt very healthy so far. What about you? I'm not dating anyone right now. I have kind of made a conscious decision to focus on me right now. I, this semester, I have so many extracurricular things on my plate. And I, in the fall, I went up in my job load. So yeah, I mean, as cliche as it sounds, I am focusing on me. I roll. Um, that's not to say that I don't miss that, uh, the romance in my life because I clearly really love talking about dating and relationships and love. But yeah, I'm not dating anyone right now. How did you meet your partner? Uh, we actually met on Hinge. On Hinge? Yeah. Okay. 
I've heard so many good things about Hinge. Yeah, I think we will talk about it when we get to our online dating segment because okay, I good. definitely have lots of things to say there. But yeah, I definitely think if you are single and just not wanting to really mess around with it, if you've got a lot on your plate, just focus on working on yourself because mm-hmm. the chances are if you've got a lot to do already and you add a potential partner to the mix, it's just going to make things worse. It probably won't work out if you've got too much going on. Yeah. Uh, and plus it's always good to work on yourself make yourself better a thousand percent and also you owe it to yourself and also any other future potential partners to work on yourself right now while you have the time to and be the best version of you that you can be whenever you meet whoever you want to date in the future yeah and plus like everything changes when you're in college so chances are if you're looking for something long term uh, it probably won't work out just because of how much each other is changing. That's very Uh, true. So definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, definitely. Moving along, dating during the pandemic, which I think we both have some experience in. You are probably more vetted in it just because (laughs) you have a success story. Yeah. So I think it's been an interesting ride. Uh, Personally, since the start of the pandemic, I've uh, dabbled a lot more in the online dating world, and I started to have fun with it. It's something that I initially took very seriously. Whenever I got a match, I would be like, ooh, okay, let's let's be very invested in this conversation instead of being more relaxed and having fun, which I think has definitely helped me, and it's brought a lot more joy from it instead of being like, oh, no, they stopped talking to me. I'm going to be sad. It's more like, oh, that's okay. Just talk to someone else and just have fun with it. Yeah, no, I, I think that's also such a great way to think about dating. Like, if it works, it works, and that's awesome. If it doesn't, then you move on to the next, seriously. And that's especially true with online dating. And granted, that, that also depends on how far along you get into talking to someone. But I agree. I think the pandemic has changed my views on dating a lot. I was also somebody who put a lot of pressure on it. Uh, I put a lot of pressure on myself to find somebody who could entertain me and fill my time and who I could connect with. And um, it's just not realistic sometimes. Really, the pandemic has taught me that what's meant to come along is going to come along um, in terms of relationships and partners. So I think the pandemic for that, it's just because I have a more lackadaisical outlook on dating now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think also when you're more relaxed and you take that lackadaisical approach, uh, it also just makes you more appealing. Uh, I know personally I have been a lot more funnier when I try not to take it too seriously. Uh, It's easier to be witty and in text conversations that's so important. Uh, to just be able to make some jokes, um, have a quick laugh, because that can keep people interested in the conversation. Yeah, it's definitely a lot easier to be yourself when you're relaxed. Uh, So try not to take it too seriously. It's it's college, it's online dating, it's not an arranged marriage. No, seriously. Especially when you're in that stage where you are just talking to them on your phones and you haven't even met in person or taken it to any sort of physical level. I mean, you really have no obligation to this person. They are a stranger up until a certain point, obviously. So be yourself, have fun with it. There are so many cool and interesting people out there who are just great and fun to talk to. It really doesn't have to be, like Henry said, an arranged marriage mindset when Mm -hmm. you go into it. 
And I think that you have no obligation to them also kind of goes in the flip side. They have no obligation to you. Mm -hmm. They don't owe you anything. If mm -hmm. they stop talking to you, don't get butt hurt. Just vibe and move on to the next person. Yep. Likely either they got busy, they stopped being interested in whatever reason, or maybe they met someone else, which is good because who knows, maybe they're happy. Exactly. And having that mindset for other people really allows you to take the same mindset on for yourself. And that's very liberating because you don't have to feel bad about, oh crap, I didn't reply to this person and now they probably hate me, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I have done this myself where it's like a week has passed on a dating app and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, got caught up in life. How are you? It's really not that deep, mm -hmm. I think is what we're both trying to say. Yeah, and even when that happens, like, there have been times when I've messaged people after, like, a week, two weeks, and it's fine. If things pick up again, then things pick up again, and it's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but if things don't, it's like, eh, no worries. Exactly. On to another topic, the do's and don'ts of the first date. Mm. So, like we have talked about before, be yourself, relax, try to have fun with it. Uh, just try not to take it too seriously. What's the worst that can happen? You have to find someone else to date, and it's like not the worst thing in the world it's really not horrible at all i will say that i am somebody who's very anxious so first dates make me extremely mm -hmm. anxious but every first date that i've gone on since being in college i'll say has always turned out really great and honestly the majority of them didn't go anywhere after the first or second date and that's fine because it's all about meeting people and experiencing dating and it is not that deep really that's i think that's the recurring theme that we're going with because you go on dates you meet people you have a good conversation or you don't and then life goes on mm -hmm. like the worst that can happen is that they just don't want to go for a second date or you don't want to go for a second date so might as well have fun make jokes uh it's a much cooler story if you immediately kicked it off on the first date than if you were super reserved and quiet, awkwardly taking sips of your water, trying to think if they're judging every move you make, because that's... <laughs> they're not. Yeah, and I think that can bring us into a couple ideas for a fun first date. I found, especially during the pandemic, a park or picnic date is really nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many like park or picnic dates you've had. Uh, I don't know what the general process is for your plan for first dates. Personally, I like getting coffee. <laughs> and I love how I was like, I get really anxious, but I'm going to go drink a bunch of caffeine with this person <laughs> I've never met. But Or ice cream. Um, I've gone on a few ice cream first dates, and those are all really fun. But I think, like you said, being able to walk around or be outside takes off a lot of the pressure of the date. I have never been on a first date where it was a fancy dinner at a restaurant and it's just us two and there's really no one else to talk to but the waiter, that sounds terrifying to me. Yeah, that's really weird. You kind of need the <laughs> really natural weird. content of the world yeah. to kind of allow you to make jokes and riff on to make space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and say like, hey, look at that over there. Finally, I can talk about something that's not <laughs> why you should date me. <laughs> Oh, how about the Caesar salad? Am I right? <laughs> it's like, uh, doesn't quite work. You're like begging the waiter to not leave your table because it's mm. other human interaction. <laughs> and I do have to say for the lactose intolerant friends, uh, getting ice cream for the first date, probably not a good idea oh, unless you bring your lactate. Some places have lactose free ice cream. That is true. Especially in KC, you could find that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
then in that case, go for it. <laughs> Eat all to your heart's content. And Probably not too much. Don't weird them out. <laughs> no, we just said be yourself. Eat all you want. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly. Get a gallon. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I, I don't know. I know Henry's not 21 yet, but I don't know how many of our listeners have been on dates um, where you go get drinks for the first time, but just be careful. Um, I work in a bar, so I see this often where um, you just don't want to get too out of control with how much you drink for your safety. You never know what's what could happen. And people can take advantage of you, especially when you're drinking. And on the flip side, don't take advantage of people when they're drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Please no. Well, yeah. Do not do that. Um, but, yeah, I think getting drinks for a first date could potentially be really fun because mm-hmm. alcohol naturally loosens you up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it's good to be more relaxed and kind of let yourself be a little bit less reserved, as we've talked about. It just kind of makes you funnier. Yeah. I mean, obviously, don't do that if you're like and get angrier the more you drink, <laughs> <laughs> or if you get really weird or inappropriate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you gotta know. Don't definitely don't go on a first date the first time you ever drink. <laughs> I feel like there's a story behind this. No, no, no. There's not. It's just I know what type of drinker I am, and I think, like you said, if you're the type of drinker who gets angry or you make inappropriate jokes, or you're overly touchy, it's probably not the best scene for a first date. (laughs) Probably not going to get a second date after that. Probably not. (laughs) Well, I guess it depends on who you go out with, but no, probably not. Oh, Oh, man. Some other good... (laughs) Segwaying off Some other good things. Some other good ideas. Um, Personally, one that I found has worked, especially during the pandemic, Drive-in movies can work. In general, movies are kind of iffy. Yeah. Uh, just because it depends. You're kind of risking it based on if they like to talk during movies. Which I um, do. Yeah, I'm a huge talker during movies. Yeah. And I, I've had a movie date where the other person is not a huge talker in movies. And it's just a little bit awkward. That is so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Just like leaning over, making a joke, and them just not responding. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> you, you can't. It's like hours. So something else that you just reminded me of, I've been on a first date where we went out and got food and then we went back to their place and started watching TV, except they had driven me. So I was kind of trapped at their apartment. I didn't feel uncomfortable or trapped or unsafe or anything. But I guess where I'm going with this is drive separately if this mm-hmm. is your first time meeting with someone. Not even in the sense that, like, you might need to escape, but also that. Yeah. Um, just you don't want to be stuck somewhere if anything happens. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's, like, the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Men are trash. Um, if you are going on a first date with a man, be careful. Mm-hmm. Bring some pepper spray. There are plenty of, like, cute little neat uh, self-defense tools like tasers and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, either meet in public, drive separate. Especially if you're going somewhere for like dinner, that's easy to drive separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they ask why, or if they're really adamant about picking you up, maybe you know, just don't go on the date. Really? Yeah, because it's really not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. That's a it's, little controlling. It is. Another tip: we're really getting into the safety side of things, but it is important because we're college students. Tell your friends where you're going. Tell someone you trust your location. Maybe share your location on your phone if you have that ability. On both sides, being the friend on the date and being the friend of a friend on a date, it makes me feel so much better. 
Mm-hmm. How do you feel about group dates? I've never been on a group date, have you? Um, I don't know if I have. I know there's been some things where in the precursor leading up to a date, like pre-pandemic in high school, one of the first dates I took the person I was interested on Mm -hmm. uh, was like an escape room with a couple of friends. And that was fun because I found that in that time I was a lot funnier in groups rather Mm -hmm. than like one-on-one. Were Uh, the friends that you were with dating each other? No. Okay, so essentially you were hanging out with your friends and you brought a date along. Yes. And that made you feel more comfortable? Yes. How did the date feel about that? I have no clue. Okay. I don't think I've asked them. Okay. I think that has the potential to be really fun Mm -hmm. because you're way more comfortable in that setting. But I also worry that that person could feel a little overpowered Mm -hmm. because you're with all of your friends, which is great for you. Yeah, luckily there was a mutual friend there, so okay. hopefully that'll aid some things. I can understand why if it's just a stranger with a bunch of friends. <laughs> it's like, wow, I don't know anyone. <laughs> not only do I not know you, who I'm on a date with, I don't know your four friends who you brought along. <laughs> no, I, I think um, group dates could be really fun. I'm imagining a very awkward situation where it's like both couples first times meeting each other and one of the couples hits it off and the other doesn't and that seems like it would be torturous absolutely (laughs) but uh no i think it could be fun especially with the pandemic still existing uh, how do you think about what do you think about um like facetime dates and those kind of online dates facetime dates i haven't been on one i think it's a great idea so i'm thinking back to middle school we're gonna throw it way back but before i met up with this person that i was interested in we did spend a lot of time on facetime and part of that is because i didn't even have a license i mean really we're talking middle school so we had no way of meeting up in person but that being able to hear their voice and interact with them through a phone where i'm still in my bedroom and i'm comfortable physically it has so many benefits (laughs) and he's just staring at me (laughs) Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think it definitely depends on the person. And I know for me, it really requires me to be in the moment. Because I've had, I think I've been on two so far. And one of them, I was extremely low energy and I felt awful. But my brain wasn't working. Mm -hmm. The other one, I felt like I was being decently in the moment. And it went pretty well. It didn't really lead anywhere, but I thought it went decently okay. Those were both first dates? Yes. Okay. Technically, one was from someone I knew from high school, Okay. uh, but it was like the first date date. I have a question, and I'm interested to hear your perspective from a cis male's point of view. Filthy hetero. From a filthy hetero's point of view, yeah. Oh, and yeah, should should we go into... Sure. Yeah, I am a cis man hetero. Mm -hmm. Very normal. Mm -hmm. I say normal. That's the wrong way to phrase it. (laughs) Very heteronormative that's the word that's the word um i am a cis woman and i don't really label my sexuality but queer is what i would go with Mm -hmm. oh my question was after a first date one how long do you wait to text the other person and two is ghosting ever okay after you meet up for a date after a date i don't think so and i think a good time to text is usually like hey i made it back safe Uh, And then the next day, if you're not feeling it, be like, hey, 
I had fun, but I'm not sure if I'm into this in that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just take the time to just be like, hey, I'm not going to make you suffer waiting for responses or slowly just not responding to you because that's awful. I think we've both been ghosted before, it seems like. Mm -hmm. It's really awful. Even if you don't know each other that well, it just doesn't feel great. Just man up. I say man up. Just tell them. Human up. Yeah. No, I I 1,000% agree. I've been in multiple situations where I really liked someone and they were being so wishy-washy with their signals. And I, looking back, really wish that they would have just said, hey, I'm not interested. I think you're great, but let's not. On the flip side, I received one of those texts and it stung a little bit, Mm -hmm. but also I was able to move on so much quicker after Mm -hmm. that. Like, I have my answer and I can't change their mind about that and I respect their honesty. Mm Like, that's what first, second dates are for, is for figuring out if you want to do anything more longer term. Uh, and if you don't, then it there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, really, you, can, you cannot change people's feelings. I almost said minds, but really what we're talking about is dating and relationships and feelings. And that's why it's so important to just be your authentic self on the first date. Mm-hmm. We keep on going back to that, but sometimes you only get one date to make an impression on someone. So just yeah. just be you. I mean, yeah. they're going to find out who you are eventually. Mm-hmm. And I think we are coming to one of our last topics. Mm-hmm. Kissing on the first date. How do you feel? I'm going to be honest. I've never kissed someone on the first date. But that's mainly just because I'm an anxious mess. Mm-hmm. Not that I wouldn't be okay with it. What about you? It's about half and half. It definitely depends on the vibes. And if they're more of a reserved person, then I don't want to be like, Ooh, I'm going to kiss you on the first date. It's like, <laughs> bye. Oh. <laughs> but if the date went really well and you're vibing and you're holding hands, mm-hmm. then it can be really cute. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that they're not reclining away from you being like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure that you're not encroaching on where they feel safe at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't make them uncomfortable. Um, we haven't really gone into consent in this because it hasn't really come up, but... I know that there's a debate on whether or not consent is a sexy thing, but you should ask. Yeah. It's still good just to make sure, like, mm-hmm. hey, are you good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the more you feel comfortable, the more you're yourself, Yeah, the better it is. Just say, can I kiss you? If it yeah. feels right. Honestly, I think that's very attractive. Yeah, and it's kind of cute being like, hey, can I kiss you? I'm yeah. shy. <laughs> it, it's very cute, and I don't think it ruins the mood at all. Mm-hmm. We are very pro-consent on this pod. Absolutely. Number yeah. one rule. Number one, ask for consent. <laughs> so, Haley, as we are wrapping things up, mm-hmm. what do you think is one of your biggest red flags? This is more like a pink flag. If you can't make me laugh, it's not going to work. Because laughter is, like, my biggest show. So if you can't make me laugh, that's a big pink flag. But maybe you're nervous, so it's not going to make me wave the white flag yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that's a big one. Especially when people take themselves too seriously. It's like, I can't do that. Yeah. I am a goofy person. I kissed a pumpkin in a video. If you can't (laughs) accept me for who I am. (laughs) And it's clearly not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Being a furry. You. I'm sorry. It's not going to work. I'm not into that. I guess being super into something that I'm super not into. Okay. That, yeah. No, that's... that's really? It's a no-if zone. What if I love 
baking. No, that's fine. Because <laughs> I'm not not super into that. Like, What if I love heavy metal music and it hurts your ears? I mean, like, it depends. Because, like, usually that's not a huge issue. I guess having really, really different music tastes, that's a little bit of a red flag just because music is a big part yeah. of my life. But I think an actual red flag for me is somebody who is showing a lack of respect for people. <laughs> so if you are misogynistic or homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic, etc., all the phobics, it's not going to work because that is just not me. And I'm not somebody who can put those things aside and say... And, and those aren't even politics, but we, I mean, politics are another thing. Like, I can't separate the two. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's definitely, if they're not on the same political wavelength, it's probably not going to work out. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. another part of my life that I care about a lot. Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely matters. And mm-hmm. I know that there are, that, that is a hot topic, whether or not you can separate someone's politics from their person. Mm-hmm. And to me, no, you can't. Yeah, I mean, it de- I think it depends how much you care about it. Because mm-hmm. I know mostly older couples who have differing political beliefs, but especially it seems like with younger people, it's everyone cares about it. It's mm-hmm. not a thing you can really separate that much. No, I agree. I'm kind of interested to hear your perspective on who usually pays for the first date. Okay, that's a great question. Whoever asks who on a date should pay. In my opinion, if I ask you on a date, I'm going to pay because I'm inviting you to take time out of your day, come out with me. And that's something that you would not have had to spend money on if it weren't for me asking you that. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I have generally offered to pay at least for the first one. And then if things continue, obviously taking turns paying for things is a healthy way to go. I agree. I think that there... in my opinion, it takes some romance out of it if you split every bill. Mm-hmm. So just take turns. It's the same thing as going 50-50. Mm. It's just like, hey, I'm going to pay this time, and that is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? <laughs> I was hoping you would ask me that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun, though. Well, this is going to conclude the very first episode of On the Topic of with Henry, myself, and Haley. We have been on the topic of dating and relationships. We had a lot of fun recording this episode, and we are absolutely sure that you will be enjoying along as well. If you're interested in finding out more, make sure to like and follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure to visit unews.com to find out some extra news and find out about arts and entertainment around the Kansas City and UMKC area. Alrighty, we will see you next time, Ruse. That was fun. Oh god, we weren't recording. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not funny.